Welcome to the Duke's Vote podcast by the James Madison Center for Civic Engagement. For JMU students seeking to learn more about civic engagement, our campus, and what it means to be a civically engaged member of our college community. I'm Leah Surabell, a junior anthropology major and fellow for the Madison Center for Civic Engagement. And I'm Aaron Boffman, senior philosophy major and fellow for the Madison Center. Today we will be discussing what's on the ballot this year and how this affects JMU students. This year, we have a few things on the ballot in Harrisonburg school board, city council, and the House representatives. However, we're going to be covering city council and the House because the regulations of Harrisonburg City public schools do not affect JMU students, whereas city ordinances and federal laws do. Beginning with the House of Representatives, our two candidates are Jennifer Lewis for the Democratic ticket and incumbent Ben Klein for the Republican ticket. We're going to list off a few of these candidates' key issues as laid out on their campaign websites. Before proceeding, it is worth noting that the absence of a policy on something does not necessarily equal having the opposite policy position as their opponent. What we will present is a roughly representative snapshot of each candidate's policy positions, but we encourage you to seek further information from their websites, which can be found in the description of this episode on the JMU website. As such, the policies mentioned are not exhaustive for either candidate, but those we believe to be most pertinent to JMU students. Some key issues to Lewis include healthcare as a human right, abortion rights and access, non-discrimination protections for the LGBTQIA community, legalization of medicinal and recreational marijuana, and free community college and public universities and colleges. Some key issues to Klein include support for American agriculture, returning as many tax dollars as possible back to citizens, defending the Second Amendment, pro-life legislation, and supporting law enforcement officers. This year, there will be two city council elections, with one being the standard election held every four years and the other being a special election to complete an unfinished term. The former of these, the special election, has former mayor Christopher B. Jones running unopposed, whereas the standard election has four people running for two seats. The former of these, the special election, has former mayor Christopher Jones running unopposed, whereas the standard election has four people running for two seats making it such that the two with the most votes of the four will assume the seats. You can vote for up to two of the four candidates, with the candidates being Danny Fleming, Monica Robinson, Marshall Orenick, and Rick Nagel. Unlike the congressional election, city council candidates do not necessarily run as members of a political party, but they may be endorsed by local political parties. As such, we have found it prudent to not ascribe party affiliation to the candidates, for no party affiliation will be given on the ballot. Our city council runs as a council manager system, which is a system of local government which combines officials in the form of a council with an appointed local government manager. This is an alternative way to a strong mayor system, where the elected mayor is the administrative head of government. Instead of this, the city council appoints the mayor and the manager. The role of the manager includes attending to the day-to-day administrative needs of the city, such as overseeing the city staff and department heads, preparing the budget, serving as an advisor to the council, sitting on boards, and more. Overall, this system concentrates all power in the elected council, and the council hires a professionally trained manager to oversee the delivery of public services. Public services, which JMU students interact with on the daily, like the bus system, parks and recreation, and public utilities, to name a few. JMU is deeply entrenched in the Harrisonburg community, and JMU students are affected by decisions made by the council every day. So why should JMU students vote in the selection? To answer this question, let's hear from a few people in the JMU community. Here's Grace Smith, Chair of the Legislative Affairs Committee for the James Madison University Student Government Association. I think that it's so critical and important that JMU students vote in this election for several different reasons. First of all, students are historically underrepresented in election turnout, and we have as much of a stake in our democracy as anybody else does. 
our interests deserve to be represented to the fullest extent. And in order to get the issues that we want addressed, you know, whether that's college affordability, access to healthcare, environmental policy in the face of climate change, or really anything else, I think it all starts with voting. Voting is also habitual. So, you know, making that voting plan, requesting the absentee ballot, all of that forms habits. And when we form those habits now, we foster more civically engaged lives. And that enhances our democracy in the long run and makes it more representative of the people. Here's what Abby Canella, chairwoman of the College Republicans, has to share with us. So not only are we voting on our representative who will represent Harrisonburg, the surrounding areas, and JMU on a national level, but we will also be voting on city council and school board. Now city council affects each and every one of us on a daily basis because they set local tax rates. They have a lot of control over housing and zoning, which affects me personally and every one of you on a daily basis. And city council um, really affects the students, but it's so important to us to be educated and to know before we go and vote. Hope to see you on election day. Next, here's Parker Boggs, a democracy fellow with the Madison Center. As we are approaching on November, we know that JMU students have a very high registration rate for voter registration. But come November, we need to ensure that we have a high voter turnout. As we've seen since 2020, the voter turnout rate on JMU has dropped. Guess what we need to do as Dukes? We need to come together. We need to vote in November, get our voices heard, and make sure that all Dukes' voices are heard, no matter who you are. Tune in next week to learn about how to vote as a JMU student and make sure to follow us on social medias at JMU Civic to get information on our upcoming Traveling Town Hall event in which we will give space for the candidates to engage with JMU students. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Duke's Vote podcast. Editing was done by Leia Surabell, Democracy Fellow for Communications in the Madison Center for Civic Engagement. Production was done by Leia Surabell and Aaron Boffman, Democracy Fellow for the Madison Center for Civic Engagement. Randy Budnikus, JMU Director of Digital Marketing, provides syndication for our program. Our theme song is We Have Yet to Be Decided. Be sure to follow us on social media. You can connect and engage with us online at, at JMU Civic on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Learn more about the James Madison Center for Civic Engagement at James Madison University at jmu.edu slash civic. We'll see you next time.